When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, everybody? This is Faraz Sadiqi. We're back. We're back after a little bit of a hiatus. I've been working, you know, just haven't been recording podcasts. Obviously, everyone who is on our Instagram knows that we've been quite active over there. You know, just didn't have a whole lot to talk about, you know, on the podcast. But hey, draft season is upon us already. Okay, we're going to be talking about, you know, all the incoming rookies. I was just at the Senior Bowl last week. If you were, you know, follow me on Twitter at Faraz Siddiqui or if you were following me on Instagram at, at Upper Hand Fantasy, you would know. I was there last week. I was co- I was covering the Senior Bowl for the second straight year in Mobile, Alabama. Man, it's, it's a fun week. I love going out there, seeing a lot of these seniors up close and personal. It's just it's just a good time. It's a really really good time. So, I you know in this podcast episode, I basically wanted to go over a bunch of these rookies coming in, right, and how they looked. If you were paying attention to my Instagram, you kind of have an idea of a few of the guys that I like this week. Uh, but I really want to break it down a little bit more, you know, in more detail. Um, I kind of have a top 10 that I could go through. You know, I just got back yesterday, uh, you know, was there for the week. Um, you know, I was able to pretty much interview every player I wanted to most of the running backs, most of the wide receivers, you know, it's just cool to get up close, watch these guys. I kind of had an idea of what a lot of these guys' skill sets were going into the week, you know, watch them tape, you know, before coming in, obviously looking at their stats, the analytics behind their stats and, you know, some efficiency efficiency metrics and stuff like that, you know, so I kind of had an idea coming in, but, you know, a lot of what I saw, you know, changed my opinion on a lot of things and, you know, for, for, for better or for worse for a lot of these guys. So I do want to talk about them. Now, before I do, I just want to let you guys know that, if you haven't signed up with Underdog Fantasy yet, this is a great time to do it because there is a free square for their pickums this week for the big game. Okay, Jalen Hurts, uh, all he needs is one yard passing or rushing, and you will hit that free square. So, you know, if you haven't used Underdog before, basically you choose higher or lower on a bunch of players' stat lines for this game, right? Uh, you put a couple of those picks into an entry, and you can multiply your money. So if you get three right. You 6x your money. If you get four right, you 10x your money. And if you get five right for the Super Bowl, you 20x your money. Okay. So make sure to go download the Underdog app. Use code UPPERHAND. And if you do, they will double your first deposit up to $100. All 
Okay, so right now, not only will you get Jalen Hurts a, a free square, you know, a free Jalen Hurts square, but you'll also get uh, your first deposit doubled up to $100. So like I said, if you get three right, 6x, you know, you already have one of those three in Jalen Hurts. You already have one of those four pick four picks for your pick em. You're, you already have one of those five in case you want to 20x your entry, right? So make sure to check that out. Uh, Underdog Fantasy app, use the code UPPERHAND, okay? Moving forward, you know, so there were three practices last week, right, where you you were a- really able to get a sense of these guys because there are a lot of one-on-ones and all that, right? That's where most of the evaluation comes in. Uh, you know, anything they do in the game is kind of a bonus. I think the running backs have, you know, have an extra opportunity in the game because it's hard to evaluate running backs in practice without full contact. You know, you get to see if they can actually force missed tackles, how they do after contact, all that, right? Um, outside of the players, though, you know, it was just great meeting and, you know, growing relationships, you know, with a lot of other content creators, a lot of other people in the industry, you know, probably one of my favorite parts might even be more interesting to me than the player evaluation, to be honest with you, you know, so, you know, in between watching practice, just having conversations with a lot of smart people, you know, who have been around the game, you know, really beneficial to me. It's an amazing, you know, network opportunity for someone like me. So, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I do have a top 10 to get into. So let's do it. Now, these are not the best players at the senior bowl, okay? Um, but these are the top 10 running backs and wide receivers who I think stood out this week, if that helps. Or guys who, you know, might have, you know, increased their draft stock, okay? I think there were a few wide receivers who stood out. I think most would agree that the best wide receiver there just overall was Jaden Reed out of MSU, Michigan State. You know, he was kind of a step up above the competition. He basically won every rep all week. You know, I might have seen him lose one rep this past week, uh, but he's a good route runner. You know, he's good at creating separations. You know, relatively smaller wide receiver. You know, five eleven, one ninety. It's not the end of the world, okay? But he has speed. He's a big play guy. He broke out at eighteen years old at Western Michigan, and uh, you know, when we say breakout, and you know, he's in Michigan State now. He was at Western Michigan his freshman year, but. And he broke out at 18 at Western Michigan. And when we say breakout, if you don't know what that means, it means when a player surpasses 20% of his team's overall offensive production. And he did that as a freshman. Okay, so he gets a leg up on all these prospects in terms of evaluation because of that, right? Because that's a great indicator that gives him an advantage in terms of long-term prospecting. There's a lot of numbers that correlate an early breakout age, you know, to success in the NFL, you know, there's other factors that, you know, I think breakout age, dominator rating, right? The dominator rating is what that number was. Like I mentioned the 20%. So if you had 20% of your team's output in a certain, you know, age, that dominator rating is what that number was, right? Was it 30%? Was it 35%, right? Sometimes you see a wide receiver, a really good prospect get 35% or 40% of their team's output, which is insane. Um, but we'll get more into that as we start talking about dynasty rookie drafts. We'll talk about, you know, how breakout age affects them, dominator rating, and also draft capital. I think those are the three major things when it comes to wide receiver. Okay. But we'll get into that. A lot more episodes going to be talking about that, but I do want to talk about these prospects. Um, so, you know, he, Jaden Reed, he had a disappointing 2022 season. He killed it in 2021. You know, and then, you know, coming out of 2021, he was kind of known as one of the best wide receivers in the country, right? Coming into this year, 
Uh, and in 2021, he ranked 11th of 43 wide receivers in yards per route run among qualifying power five wide receivers. So this past year, that dropped to 35th, to the 35th wide, best power five wide receiver in the country out of 50 in yards per route run. Okay. Um, going, if you kind of project him into the NFL, like my guess is that he'll be moved around, like maybe run mostly out of the slot because of his size, but we'll see, right? It's possible that we see his name called uh, near the end of day two uh, or the third round. All right, Houston wide receiver Tank Dell, you know, also known as Nathaniel Dell, played very, very well. He was very impressive. And I have him here at number two, really because he was one of the best separators all week. Now, what kind of impact will he make in the NFL, right? He's, he, he's sized in 5'8", 163 pounds. He's a small guy, relatively, okay? Um, he played in the slot mostly in college. Uh, he went over 1,300 yards each of the last two seasons for Houston. Keep in mind that this is not the Power Five, right? That's in the group of five, so a little bit lower level of competition. But he practiced on the outside against, you know, Power Five corners this week, and he showed that he belonged. And he didn't have any issues separating from these guys. You know, he's like a, a Devontae Smith light almost. You know, that's what I kind of see from him. But guys his size usually don't make a big impact in the NFL, at least for fantasy. You know, Devontae Smith is one of those exceptions, but Devontae Smith is actually, you know, a bigger player than Tank Dell. Like, Devontae Smith is six feet, you know, 170, right? So this guy is lighter than that and shorter than that. So, and Devontae Smith, right, like, he had his production at the highest of levels, right, in the, in, the, in the Power Five, right? And, like, you know, with very high levels of competition, he was able to get it done. So that's something to keep in mind. But I'll say this. This week, this past week, it showed that he belonged, okay? And he looked really good. So some, I see some, like, he could go off the board, you know, early day two. But it's possible that I've seen mock drafts where he's going the second round because he's that type of weapon where you can kind of use them all over. So it'll be interesting to see what team takes a shot on him. Before I get to number three, I'm just going to say right now that SMU's Rashi Rice didn't make this top ten. Right, he started to come on later in the week, you know, particularly day three of practice, but he didn't pop. Okay, and if you're supposed to be one of the top wide receivers in this draft class, let alone in the Senior Bowl, like I expect more, and I expect you to stand out. Um, he didn't separate on route running consistently, which honestly I think was a knock on him going into this week. You know, in general, he's mostly a guy who will operate well against zone coverage. Um, he played on the outside in college, but I can see him going into the slot in the NFL you know, operating underneath intermediate routes, that's really where he shined for SMU. And I think if he does that, he has a chance to be extremely, extremely productive. Um, you know, one other thing about, you know, Rashi Rice is that while he might not separate, you know, from like press coverage against good cornerbacks, he's a very good contested catch guy. So that's another way, you know, certain guys can, can separate, right? So even if there's not a whole lot of room, he can still come down with it if, if a quarterback trusts him enough. Um, just keep in mind, he also didn't go up against power five competition. He was in the American conference just last season, you know, third among 52 qualifying wide receivers in yards per route run. That's, that's even more impressive given the fact that he ran so many routes and he was given 156 targets. Okay. Uh, he was right behind Marvin Harrison jr. In yards per route run last season. Okay. Back to our top 10. Uh, number three. Stanford wide receiver Michael Wilson. I have no idea 
who Michael Wilson was before this week. I saw his name on the roster. I said, cool, and I moved on. You know, saw that he wasn't a big producer over the last couple seasons, and I left it at that. But then at practice, there was this number four beating every corner. He was getting separation. His routes were super crispy. Not a whole lot of wasted movement on those routes. It was hard not to notice him. I'm like, you know, not just me. Everyone's just like, who is that dude? And then after day one, everyone kind of realizes, oh, okay. Stanford wide receiver, Michael Wilson. And then you rewatch the film and you're like, like whatever film he did have. And you're like, okay, this, this dude has something, right? He has some, you know, contested catch ability as well. He only played in 14 games over the last three seasons, which is why he couldn't put up big numbers, right? But the flashes were there. And then you get into day two of practice last week, day three, and he just kept doing his thing. He didn't stop. Um, at, at the end of the week, after three practices, you're like, okay, this is one of the best wide receivers here, right? Um, and then in the game, right? Like, it's like, you know, he gets the first catch of the game, right, at the senior ball on Saturday. He continues to be involved. He get, He's getting targets. And then he has a long touchdown at the end of the game. So he showed out in practice and then put the icing on the cake at the game. It's not easy to show out in the game because the coaches are trying to get all these guys opportunity. So you have to take what you can get. And he definitely took advantage of it. And then if you listen to my interview with Michael Wilson over on Twitter, at Farah Siddiqui over on Twitter, if you're not following me, but his mindset is on a different level, right? When you combine that with what he showed physically, he could be a true diamond in the rough type of player. Um, so yeah, I, I saw him at the airport on my, you know, the next morning, you know, we were all kind of leaving a lot of players, coaches, media, we we're all leaving. And, you know, he's been aware of the stuff I've been putting out on him last week. So, you know, he came over, we chatted a little bit before, before my flight out on Sunday morning, but he's a great guy and I'm rooting for him for sure. 2400 sports is an odyssey company.